0: On today's Smart Seven, Armgardy for Dublin City Centre killed over a rainbow flag, and lots more. It's Wednesday, the twenty-third of August. It's National Sponge Cake Day, and Happy Birthday, Tanya Ramsey. Dublin has been in the news for all the wrong reasons recently with a spate of violent attacks against tourists over the last few weeks. But the government is finally making a move to improve security in the capital with the introduction of a new policing plan for the city. And it could include the use of armed guard the on patrol in the city centre. Speaking on Tuesday the Minister for Justice Helen McEntee said that any development of an armed unit will be up to the Guard the Commissioner. This is about making sure that there is a response there that people are reassured that those bodies are there and available to respond to an incident that might arise. Um, but the vast majority off, uh, if not a lot of this funding, will go towards Gardaí out on the beat. Uh, it will go towards our equine, our canine units. It will go towards, uh, as i said, specialist days but also uh, making sure that the public order unit in particular is there, is available and is visible to the public. In July, Minister McEntee had announced the extra funding of €10 million Euro for the Gardaí with 20% of that going towards additional public order patrolling in the city centre. This will fund more than 16,500 extra policing hours per month for Dublin city centre to help tackle anti-social behaviour and street drug dealing. This is her response when asked if she thinks Dublin is a safe place. I think Dublin as a whole is still a safe place uh, and I stand by that. Yes, there are concerns, yes, there are issues. Um, I don't think we are any different to any major city across Europe, uh, across the water in the US. It's how we respond to those issues. Scotland is in the middle of a drugs crisis as a new report shows that the death rate from any drugs in Scotland is three times higher than that of England and the highest rate of any country in Europe. Data shows that over 1,000 people died in 2022. That's down in the previous year, but legendary Scottish author and creator of train spotting Irvine Welch, says the government has got to take action. Governments have to get a grip on this and governments have to realise their power and they have to start to to stop this Insidious social engineering—that's going on—that's imprisoning people. new figures come a year after the then first minister Nicola Sturgeon announced a national mission to stop the epidemic. Chief executive of addiction charity Favour UK, Amory Ward, said the situation on the ground is pretty grim. The lack of help, the lack of access and choice of services—it's, you know, to the families who are desperately seeking help for their loved ones, it's, it's nothing short of catastrophic. That's the only word I could use. We hear a lot about the G7 economic group but not as much about its Southern Hemisphere-based counterpart, BRICS. It's composed of Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa and its combined GDP rivals that of the Northern Hemisphere G7. BRICS leaders began a summit in South Africa on Tuesday which was addressed remotely by Russian President Putin who didn't travel because of the outstanding international arrest warrant for war crimes in Ukraine. South Africa's ambassador to BRICS is Anand Suklali and he says the aim of the summit is to demonstrate the power of the alliance as it looks to expand the world is changed dramatically since we founded the united nations system and the wto all of these institutions need reforming and we are saying that the reform process must take into account the position and voices of the global south. Russia's war in Ukraine has caused tension in the alliance and Ukrainian MP Kira Ruddock says they'd like to see more support for the member countries of the group. Ideally, we would want BRICS countries to start sending us weapons and to support us, but we also understand that this is unlikely and so the minimum plan would be to have them involved and at least we don't help us support people. There's been a sharp rise in transphobia and homophobia across the United States with right-wing media fueling a trans panic that has seen anti-trans legislation brought in by various states. There's also been a backlash against corporate sponsors for involvement with Pride Month and now matters appear to have escalated even further. Laura Arndt Carlton was shot and killed outside her business in Southern California over the display of a Pride flag outside her store. The man suspected of killing her was later shot by police. Her daughter Ari spoke to CNN about her mother and her determination to support the LGBTQ community. She was so fearless, and any negative reaction, um, you know, she just powered through. Um, The flags had been torn down before by different individuals, and she always went and ordered an even larger flag in response and put it up, so... I admire her, and I'm so proud of her, and I know that she passed standing up for something that she believed in. So to go on the Smart 7, Rashida gets ready to run and an award-winning joke right after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. Work. Wednesday we'll see Irish runner Rashida Adeleke compete in the final of the women's 400 metres race at the World Athletics Championships in Budapest. She's the first Irish sprint finalist of the World Championships for 14 years and it looks like she's a real contender for a place on the podium. The tele-native, who has knocked almost a second and a half off the 400 metre Irish record in the last year, ran a sub-50 second race and came second in her semi-finals on Sunday night. Rashida Adeleke spoke after the race about how to keep a cool head before Wednesday's finals. Just roll. Honestly like, you know, it's only a big deal if you make it a big deal. I wanna do well. People around me want me to do well. And I feel like making it a bigger deal than it is is not gonna help that. So just have to stay calm and treat it like another. The Edinburgh Fringe Festival has just wrapped up, which means it's time for the Funniest Joke Award. It's an annual competition sponsored by TV channel Dave. And here's this year's winning gag. I used to date a zookeeper. But it turned out he was a cheater. Sounds more like a dad joke than a Dave joke. Our favorite joke came from one of the runners-up South London comedian Siska, who says when women gossip we get called bitchy. When men do it, it's called a podcast. The originator of the winning joke Lorna Rose Treen told BBC breakfast she was a surprise to send anyone. It's such a silly joke and I think every year a real like Christmas cracker style joke wins. So it's just such a privilege. There's nothing better than a good burger, is there? Well, there might be. They're making a good burger too. In case you're not a student or a 90s teenager, Good Burger was a 1997 Nickelodeon movie that turned into a cult classic. Now 26 years later, Keenan and Kel are putting back on the aprons and the hairnets and getting ready for a sequel. It'll be ready for collection on Paramount Plus in November. Oh, hey! almost car to me to death. The new adventures of Ed and Dex starts now! Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can we take your order? You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.